Hey there, everyone. Hope you're doing well. In this episode, we're going to introduce you to a concept that I call threatening questions. And this is a bit of a mind exercise that I'm going to challenge every dad to take. I think it's extremely important. Uh, and I hope you get some value from it. So let's get started. Welcome to the Close Quarter Dad podcast, discussions about raising your kids with confidence, safety, and resilience. I'm your host, Adam Mitchell, and I hope you enjoy this episode. My goal in this episode really is to scare you just a little bit, and uh, I know that comes across as a little cavalier, but stay with me, because if I make you think with this exercise, uh, if I make you just a little bit afraid, then we've done our job together. Before I get into threatening questions, though, I want you to just make a commitment to, uh, to yourself. Now, if you're a father and you have, uh, you, you know, you have this feeling that you want your children to go forward in life with safety, with confidence, with resilience, those are kind of those, the outcomes as a dad you want to be able to give to your kids. And I think most dads probably want to do that. I'm sure there are a few out there that we've all seen that don't, but if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you do, and then I need you to make a commitment that you're going to stay with me here. You're going to learn about threatening questions. You're going to learn a little bit about this exercise and commit to the time, whether it's tonight or this afternoon or whenever, to actually sit down with a piece of paper and, uh, and do some self-discovery work on your own, okay? Now, threatening questions come in, with this exercise. They come in two different ways. There's two different types of threatening questions that we start off with. The first is the question we never hope our children ask us. What are those questions? What are the questions that we hope we never have to answer? Now, you can go as wide and as deep as you want with this. You can go and you should go uh, as far as you can possibly think, whether it means into the space of the pornographic or into the victimization or go deep and dark. Uh, because this is this isn't anything that I'm you know I'm not asking you to put this up online. Don't put it in the comments below. This is just for you, and you can burn this when you're done. But do the discovery work. Just trust me here. The first one is the questions that you never want or you you hope your children never ask you. Now the second set of threatening questions is what are the questions that you, as a man, as a father, don't know the answer. Two. What are those questions that you don't know the answer to? Now, there could be some overlap here, certainly, but there's going to be questions that you know the answer to. You just hope your kids never ask you. I have them too. I have a very open relationship with my kids. I like to think that I've got a very transparent relationship with them and that I share with them as much as I possibly can. But there are questions in my closet as a man that I have that I, man, I just hope they don't ask me that. I hope they never get to that place in their life where they have to come to me and ask me whether it's, what do I do? Who, like, how do I respond to this? What's my next step, dad? And I have to go there. What are those questions for you? And what are those questions that you don't know the answer to? Now, a couple things here. This doesn't just uh, pertain to teenage kids. It doesn't pertain to just girls, wherever you're thinking. I want you to imagine uh, your child as a five-year-old or a 14-year-old. It doesn't make a difference. Wherever they are right now, what are those questions? 
Where are they right now? And you hope they don't come to you with them. You can also take it if you have young children uh, in, into the future. Um, I would suggest thinking about that as well because then you can start sort of hardening yourself and preparing and educating yourself and forming yourself to be prepared for those questions. I want to take this one step further and also share with you that there is a third set of those questions, but you don't know what they are. The third set of threatening questions are the questions you don't know to ask yourself. They could be in, dom in domains that you're not familiar with. They could be, whether it be in uh, law or criminal statistics, things that happen, victimizations, types of victimizations that you've just never been acquainted to. And asking yourself threatening questions, it really doesn't make a difference what kind of experience you have in life as a man, whether it be in law enforcement, whether it be in fighting, or whether it, wherever you are, it doesn't make a difference. You could be the most peaceful, humble person that's never been exposed to any type of conflict or violence, or you could be the entire opposite end of the spectrum and be someone who has uh, eats that stuff for breakfast. I mean, you're someone who's got a life or a career of experience exposed to that world. It doesn't make a difference because those questions are still those questions and they're completely personal to you. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to uh, challenge you to commit to this. I'm going to challenge you to sit down and it doesn't have to be 50 or 20 or 10, it doesn't make a difference. But you need to explore the questions that you hope your children never ask you and what are the questions that you don't know the answers to? Okay. Now, when you're done with that, I want to challenge you with, at the end of each one of those questions, I need you to write to yourself. Why? Why am I afraid of this question? What is it? Is it something in my past? Is it something that possibly I, you know, is linked to some, some type of childhood trauma or abandonment? or something that, you know, some experience that I may have witnessed, I need you to ask yourself, why do you not want to confront that question? Why do you feel threatened by that question? And then the second is, why don't you know the answer to this question? I'm, and there's nothing wrong with any of this. There's no blame. In fact, the, the fact that you're doing this, the fact that you're willing to uh, show your vulnerability to yourself, possibly even go to that next step and share it with someone else, share it with your significant other, maybe share it with another man, maybe take it to a, a, a group of guys that you're a part of and share it there. Um, that would be extremely powerful. There's nothing wrong with this, but you need to, once you discover those questions, ask yourself why. Now, like I said, there's a third part here. There's the questions that you don't know. You just, you don't, you don't know because you've never been exposed. What I'd like to do is I want to get you started and I want to share with you a couple of questions. And I want you to um, I want you to ask these questions in the voice of your son or daughter. I want you to hear them asking you the question. Now, we'll go into sort of the, the space of the work that I do with Close Quarter Dad, and I'll, get, I'll share a couple of examples for you. The first one will be, Dad, this person wants to beat me up. What do I do? They've threatened me at school and they want to beat me up. What do I do? Now, you may know, you may have an idea, but do you really know 
how to answer that question. And that question is going to be very different from a six-year-old boy versus a 16-year-old young lady. But do you know the answer? Have you ever thought about this? Dad, what do I do when someone I don't know puts me in the car and I can't get out? What should I do? Do you know the answer to that? Do you know what to tell your child? Dad, what happens if someone's hurting you? What do mommy and I do? Or what do I do with little sister? And what, what, what are we all supposed to do? It's a difficult one, right? If you kind of take a, a moment and you think about your child asking you, Possibly they saw something on a movie or on a, on a television show or a video and they saw that situation and they want to come to you with that. Are you prepared to answer that question? And one thing you don't want to answer is, well, that's not, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. Well, guess what? They are. And they're counting on you to build the confidence in them that you have the answer and you can control that situation should anything escalate in front of them and they are witness to it. Do you have that? Now, you may not feel as though you have the physical capacity internally to do that. This is where the why comes in. Why don't you? The next question might be, Dad, you tell me not to talk to strangers, but what happens when you get hurt? Who do I talk to? It's a great question if you really think about it, because we tell our kids all the time, hey, don't talk to strangers, no stranger danger, uh, don't talk to strangers. But, you know, it's not going to be Uncle Sal who shows up at the front door after 911 is called. If your child gets separated from you in, in a busy mall during the holiday season and, and they happen to go into a shoe store, they're not going to see mom at the cash register. I mean, they might, I don't know, but chances are the people who enter their life to help them are most certainly going to be strangers. How do you communicate that to them? How do you answer that question properly? When they call 911, it's not grandma. So we don't want to tell our kids sort of, I mean, these things are going to, these things we can trust. Don't talk to strangers. Always be afraid. You know, these days, these days, you can't trust anybody. If you, if you really bake that into your kid's mind that they can't trust anybody, then when things go live, things get hot, things become dangerous, things start to escalate beyond their control, then guess what? They can't trust anybody. That is a paranoid and ridiculous way to go forward in life. And to impress that in your children and answer their questions with that as their answer is, is irresponsible. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off. It, it's irresponsible. It's insecure. And that's what you're creating in those young people. And please, please, you don't want to do that. Ask yourself, why? Why don't you know the answer to that? Then go get the answer. What do I do? What's the first thing I do if I get lost on this hike with the Boy Scouts? You know, maybe, you're, maybe your son, maybe your 11 or 12-year-old son's part of the Boy Scouts. Never had really any exposure to the wilderness, and they're going up to state, some state forest, and they're going to have a camp out. And your son is really concerned that if he gets disconnected from his group and he gets lost in the woods, it's a legitimate concern. 200 people in the state of New York get lost in the woods uh, every year and have to get recovered by search and rescue. And so it, it's a legitimate concern. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. That's not, 
Do not do that. Ask yourself why. Why can't you answer that? Ask why, if that's something that you write down in that first column, the questions you hope they never ask you, why do you hope that? But that's just another example, right? You could even go as far as an active shooter situation. Your kids may see a situation that happens, uh, sadly, at some school. And they come to you with, Dad, what, what do I do if I hear gunshots in school? Now, let me ask you this. Are you going to rely on, on your school? Are you going to rely on your school district to train your children how to respond in those situations? Or are you going to not know the answer, own that in the why column, and say, all right, what am I going to do? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I want to go to my school department and find out what their protocol is. What are they doing? Like, what are they doing if that ever happens? And if they don't have the, the steps in place, if they can't answer that, well, then guess what? You don't want them to live in fear thinking that's going to happen. You don't want them living tucked under the desk waiting for the bomb. You don't want them living like that. But you need to be available to answer these threatening questions. And if you can't answer them, if you haven't prepared yourself to answer those questions, then you are going to lose the opportunity for trust building. You're going to lose the opportunity for that child looking up to you as the guide and guardian in their life. Now, you may have more answers than me. You may be far more experienced than me, but I will promise you that there are those questions that you have that you hope you are never asked and you don't know why, and there are the questions that you don't know the answers to right now. This is a great exercise. It's going to help you to explore yourself a bit more. It is going to help you find new skills that you can go after. It's going to empower you. It's gonna help inform you in the direction that you can go to better lead and guide your children and your family to help make them more safe, more secure, more confident, and have a higher level of trust and connection with their dad. So I hope you enjoyed this. There's a ton more questions. Um, actually, I have them over on my website, Close Quarter Dad. Um, but there's so many different questions. I'd be really interested to hear yours if you're willing to share them. And I'd also be really willing to hear what your results are. How did you end up with this exercise? What were your main takeaways? I want to thank you for spending time with us on this episode today. It's truly appreciated. I hope you got some value from it. If you want to go ahead and leave any comments or questions, reach out to me directly. I personally answer all of the questions that you have. If you know someone like yourself who may find value in this episode, then please go ahead and share it. We'd also like to ask you to subscribe to Close Quarter Dad. This way you get updated every time a new episode comes out, wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much once again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Close Quarter Dad.